Welcome. 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 You're listening to Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. Built by Us. The Bricks. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of Built by Us. It's Alyssa and Taylor here, and it's 2022. So it's a new year, but here at Dimensy, we're still sticking to our same mission. That's right. It's 2022, and congrats to us. We're celebrating our 30th birthday this year. Oh, happy birthday, Dimensy. In our 30 years, we have spent every moment working to increase fair representation and access to our state and our nation's political process. As you all know, we want to make voting easier, more accessible, and equitable, especially in Black and brown communities that have been targets of voter suppression for pretty much ever. Yeah. So you all know that that's our jam. And that's why we just wanted to share with you all today the ways that we're going to keep staying true to our mission and continue the fight in 2022 for a government that works for all. Exactly. 2022. So it's an even year. That means as with every year, as we tell you all the time, we have elections. (laughs) It's 2022, though. So an even year means there's more on the ballot for us. It has been a wild ride, and we're still not exactly sure when our final election dates are, and this is due to some pending lawsuits over the partisan gerrymandered maps our lawmakers drew at the end of last year. There are so many types of elections that are happening this year, and we as DMNC will be here to offer you all the information that you need in order to vote in any of them. So as So as always, we'll be creating tons of resources that are available in paper and online. So things like our what's on the ballot uh, sheet, which explains what each um, what each office does. So, you know, like why you're voting for this person, what kind of power do they have? We also create our voter guides, uh, which will be something where you can read responses from candidates so that you can figure out who aligns most with your values. And of course, we have our wallet card and ncvoter.org, which will always have the most up-to-date information on election dates, all of that good stuff. So we are here to get out the vote for everybody because your voice is your vote. So for everyone, we'll all be voting in the midterms, which is when lots of folks are up for election, like our state legislators, our federal house representatives, different types of judges, and there are also some local jobs. The midterm general elections will definitely happen in November. We know that. Um, But that requires a primary election where you choose out of a bigger pool of candidates in one party first. So we've talked about this in the past. If you don't remember, that means if you are um, registered under a specific party, you vote in that ballot and you pick from a pool of people in your party to run for that one job. Um, If you're like me and registered as an independent, you would choose the ballot when you get there. But the primary is one of the elections that we're not sure when exactly it will happen, but most likely it'll be warm. (laughs) We know that it'll be great weather for if you stand in the line, but hopefully you don't. So it'll likely be in May. But like I said, because of these pending lawsuits, um, we can't say exactly when yet. Yeah. So just stay tuned. In addition, some folks will also be voting in their municipal elections. That's a bunch of local offices like mayor, town council, school board, and more. Uh, Plenty of us voted in that last year in our odd year elections, but there were um, 
but some of these got delayed again due to districting in local areas or due to just some places have moved their elections to happen on even years so that they're going with everybody else like Asheville. So it just depends. Check ncvoter.org and click on the municipals tab to find out the information that's right for you. Thanks for all that info, Taylor. So moral of the story. Yes, we know that this is confusing, but that's why elections are first on our list. You know, we, we more than anyone hate that voting can get this complicated and complex. And you also know that we're always working hard to fight for policies that make voting simple and accessible. Um, but we don't always win. And sometimes there are things like a worldwide pandemic that also make it harder, but it doesn't mean that we stop and it doesn't mean that we work any less harder ourselves. So yes, it's confusing. Yes, we're sorry. Stay with us, stay updated, and we will keep fighting. So speaking of a worldwide pandemic that makes things harder, sorry to bring it up, (laughs) but I just wanted to remind you all that it's election protection season And Election Protection is our incredible volunteer program where our advocates are stationed at polling places all across the state to help anyone who might have problems. And we're currently recruiting folks. So if you're interested in getting your yellow shirt, you can sign up at dimnc.co slash vote protector. And you can be a democracy hero. Am I right, Taylor? We love all of our democracy heroes. And if you haven't heard us talk about election protection before, it is one of our tried and true programs. It is what it's actually like the biggest program we run in the whole state. Last year for 2020, we had over 2000 vote protectors. And during the general election, they were stationed at every single early voting location and one in three polling sites on election day, which if you know anything about polling sites on election day, you know, there's a lot of them. So our coverage was vast and it was essential to ensuring that any voter who had a problem had someone who they were comfortable coming to, right? Exactly. We love our vote protectors and we love our vote protector program. Our vote protectors are essential to making sure that elections literally all across the state are running smoothly, that your questions are being answered, and that if you need help, there's someone there to actually help you. And if you happen to have even a higher level issue, if your polling location has problems going on, if they need help, we're there for that too. So vote protectors really just help us have like Taylor said, all of our eyes and ears on the ground to protect you. So we're just so thankful for this program. And we're so thankful for the hundreds of volunteers and advocates that dedicate their time to helping their fellow community members just vote and get their voices to be heard. The other way that our volunteers and advocates are helping to make our elections run as smoothly as possible is through our elections advocacy program. So once again, our volunteers will spend the year attending their county board of elections meetings and building relationships with those board members in order to share with them the best options for strong early voting plans. As an organization, this is something we've worked on for, I could say decades because we're 30 years old, right? We've been working on this forever. A strong early voting plan is essential for counties to make the polls as accessible as possible to all voters. So the things that we normally push for as an organization are Saturdays and Sundays and locations in historically black neighborhoods, college campuses, things like that. So because we have all this 
historical information about where voting sites have been in the past, how long they've been open on Saturdays and Sundays. We give that information to our elections advocates and they use the relationships that they've built with their county boards to ensure that they make the best decisions for all voters. Exactly. So that's the elections part of our 2022 to-do list. And we know that it's pretty thorough. It involves elections advocacy, it involves election protection, and it involves getting out the vote. But we all know that elections are not the only thing that's happening in North Carolina, and that we still have some other stuff to focus on here at Democracy NC. Here at DEMNC, we are focusing on legislative advocacy. We are always monitoring the North Carolina General Assembly because they're kind of sneaky over there, okay? (laughs) We're always monitoring them, ready to fight back against any attacks that they may be planning on our democracy and just pushing forward bills that we know will make our government more representative of all people. Our advocacy team has been monitoring the hundreds of bills that are either, you know, voting related, elections related, political power related um, that have come across legislators' desks this past year. And they will continue to do that. It is it is so much work for them to just be aware of what's going on and then let the rest of the organization know which ones are a true threat and what we have to put, you know, our full power as an organization and volunteers behind. Exactly. That's why we're so glad that we have Caroline, Carolyn, JP out there doing the work. And, you know, we're not we're not only spending our time fighting against things, we also get to fight for things that we want. So this year, we're also working to repeal the literacy test. So there's a bill out there, HB 337, uh, that that has bipartisan support that would help us get an initiative on the ballot to repeal the literacy test. Literacy test is basically just like a historic relic of Jim Crow era. Right. Back when Black men were first given the right to vote, the literacy test was instated in the North Carolina Constitution that would force them to read a piece of the Constitution before they got to vote. This was not something that white people had to do because they were, quote, grandfathered in from being able to vote years previously. So there is no need for the North Carolina Constitution to have a, a racist relic still in it, and we would love to be a part of removing it. And with every new year that comes around, of course, we are recruiting for our 23rd year of our youth leadership development program, Democracy Summer. Democracy Summer is a really amazing program with internships available for students interested in organizing, advocacy, and communications. So if you know any college students who want to learn how to make lasting social change and gain skills for their career, tell them to apply for Democracy Summer. It's paid. It's an amazing program full of amazing people. And you can learn more and apply at dimnc.co slash dimsummer. In case y'all needed a reminder. Alyssa came in through the Dem Summer program. She's been here for three years. Heck yeah. <laughs> so when she's talking about an amazing program full of amazing people, she's the type of person you could be working with. <laughs> and finally, it bears repeating that we are always working at the intersection of civics and justice. Black Lives Matter, and we are working to build a coalition of advocates to form deep relationships between civic engagement and the social issues that affect us day to day. So together in 2020, we will be crafting a toolbox of unified tactics to break the cycle of oppressive tactics and policies here in North Carolina. We have a hefty 
2022. Mm -hmm. So just to recap, we are focusing on elections. We're focusing on legislative advocacy. We're focusing on democracy summer and of course, civics of justice. And I feel like it goes without saying that we can't do this alone and we're going to need all of your help. So we hope that you all will join us this year for all of the incredible progress that we're going to be making. And we just can't wait to get to work with you. Thanks for joining us in this journey so far. And we can't wait to see where the year takes us. I'm so excited. Thanks for joining us this year and for helping us create a North Carolina that's built by us. And thanks for listening to this podcast that's made of, by, and for the people. Connect with us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at democracync. Or you can visit our website at democracync.org.